get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That drove in both Fowler and Miller to get the Cardinals on the board. He's now two for three with runners in scoring position since returning after he was three for 24 the first time around. Excited to talk this over with Rick Ankeel, former Cardinals outfielder, now Cardinals broadcaster, joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Rick, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? We're doing really well. So, Rick, let's start with the guy that we were just discussing, which is Dylan Carlson. And the way that he looked last night compared to the guy that we saw the first time around, what have you seen that has changed for him? What looks different this time around for you? Well, I think he's more relaxed. You can see his confidence last night, certainly with each at bat. You know, it just seemed like he, he just had an understanding of what he was trying to do. And understandably, you know, when you get called up the first time and you're trying to make a name for yourself, um, you know, and things don't go well right off the bat, you can start pressing. Um, you know, and when that happens, uh, you know, you'll start chasing pitches that, you know, normally you wouldn't and you're expanding the strike zone. It seemed like he had a little bit of bad luck too that he was, you know, he hit balls on the, on the screws and it would be at someone. So, you know, sometimes it's good for guys to go through that little bit of a struggle and then go down. They get a chance to take a breather, work on some things. And when they come back, they know what it's going to be like because they've already been there. So, um, what I see is, you know, him just being able to put the barrel to the ball, which is what he's always done. Yeah, and watching him too, Rick, like he said, he, he had a little bit of a tough go at his first cup of coffee in the majors. And, you know, we all go through, we get sent back down, you're down for a little bit emotionally, but then you get back to the grind and work your way back up. And since he's been back up here, I just feel like whatever he did at the satellite camp or whatever he did while he was back down, it just kind of reeled in his emotions. I feel like he's more... I don't want to say robotic because that's not it because he's really smooth up there, but he doesn't look like he's intimidated anymore. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, and that's when I was talking about the confidence and being relaxed. You can see it in his body language, right? It just it just looks a little bit different. He seems a little bit more free. Um, one of the things that really impressed me last night is, you know, he's in his last at bat and he has a chance to hit for the cycle. All he needs a homer. Um, you know, he could have easily just went into pull mode trying to hit that, trying to get that homer, you know? I mean, um, you know, and he didn't, right? He just seemed like he was still trying to hit the ball up the middle or wherever it was pitched. He got a pitch away, an off-speed pitch away, and he drove it away. Um, and to me, that's really impressive. So I think it's easy to fall into that, man, let me hit for the cycle. I may not have, ever have a chance again right now. So that was, you know, it was good to see. So, Rick, last night, Dylan Carlson looked good hitting with runners in scoring position. The problem is that the team as a whole did not look good in that respect. There were three for 13 last night, and this has been a continuing trend in your experience, what goes into some of those hitting hitting woes? Whenever it's it's the situations that are coming up that are problematic for a team, is there anything that you can put your finger on that is typically uh, the leading issue when it comes to something like that? Um, you know what, offenses are so fickle. You know, I mean, they go through the highs, they go through lows, and it just you know, it starts to become a thing, right? We start talking about it, the media's talking about it, um, and you know, I think as an offense and whole, you can just you know, you start to press. Um, and, you know, sometimes it just seems like you, you can't, you know, you're not successful and then it just starts to boil over and it becomes a thing. But, you know, I think for me, um, 
you know, what we're, what we're really good at right now, what the team is really good at is pitching and defense. And that's what we should be focusing on, right? That's what we want to continue to do once we get to the playoffs. Um, I don't think we're magically going to just, you know, build an offense that's going to hit like the Yankees or the Dodgers. Um, are these guys capable? Absolutely. Are they hitting to their potential? No. Um, are they going to? Well, we're going to figure that out and I'll see it, you know, all together um, when we get there. So, you know, for me, the things we need to do to, to, you know, advance in the playoff is just keep doing what we're doing. We need to play gritty. We need to take good at bats, put the ball in play. I know as well as anyone, you know, when you get into that playoff atmosphere, things can happen. Well, there's no question that we're going to play de- better defense than the other team. So for me, you know, put the ball in play, force the other team to make plays, and you never know what can happen. Yeah, so we win the game 3-2. Good. We win the game. Let's win the series. It's a three-game series and move on to the next one. Yeah, Rick, I wanted to go right back into the pitching. You, you, you touched on that a little bit. And, you know, so far this year, I, I don't think – look, we were counted on Jack Flaherty to be Jack Flaherty. I think Adam Wainwright has been an incredible surprise just because of at his age and doing it. KK's done his thing. I want to isolate guys like Daniel Ponce de Leon and now Austin Gomber, who's jumped in for a couple of starts and looked really good. What are you noticing from those younger pitchers, the guys who are kind of the, you know, the other guys in that rotation that has impressed you? Well, the fact that they're just, they're being so consistent. Um, You know, when you're young, it's easy to fall into, like we've talked about, just hitting. You you know, you press or you want to do too much to show guys who you are, show the league who you are. Um, You know, but it just seems like what, Again, the Cardinals have always been really good at this. When they when young guys get to the big leagues, they're able to be really successful, and I think that's just the tip of the cap to our organization and how they <clears throat> go about teaching guys, um, you know, what to do when they get here. We're talking with Rick Ankiel here on 101 ESPN. Rick, you talked about the defense, and you certainly know a thing or two about that. What stands out to you about this particular Cardinals defense? Because right now, if you look at some of the advanced numbers, it's the best in all of baseball. What stands out to me is, you know, Look, we've had a, a grueling schedule, um, and to combat that, you know, look, they're limiting the time at the field. They're limiting how many times we take infield or work on defense, and these guys are still going out there and getting it done. Um, you know, that that's the most impressive thing to me because you can't go out there and work on the little things, but yet they're able to, to repeat the fundamentals, and I'll tip my cap to Mike Schiff. Um, you know, since he's been here, you know, his focus has been on those little things in the defense, and I think that speaks a lot about, you know, what they've been taught, what they've worked on before we got to this point, because now they're not able to work on those things, trying to, you know, keep everybody fresh for this last, um, you know, last little stretch we got here. And they're just able to, to, to pull it off. Look, tr- speaking of trying to keep things fresh and switching things up and making it a, lo- a new look out there. What are your thoughts on potentially moving someone like Dylan Carlson up in the batting order? And here's where my head's at. And you can call me crazy. Feel free. A lot of people <laughs> do it. It's fine. Is uh, I would love to put him right in front of Goldie in that order and have him in the, in the two hole. Now, that's just me. But uh, I'll defer to you who knows a heck of a lot more about baseball. Um, well, okay. Let me ask you why you want him there. Okay. My thoughts are that... He's going to get more pitches to hit because, you know, look, Goldie's coming after him. And if he gets on base like he potentially can and where he's hitting the ball, like last night specifically, not trying to pull it, like he said, putting the ball in play, going with the pitch. If he gets himself on base, like that triple that he got first off, I don't have to worry about nobody punching him home. I got Goldie behind there coming up and not like a cleanup hitter, but he's going to advance Dylan Carlson along those bases 
So that's kind of where my head's at. Okay. I like it. Um, you know, and you can go another way too. Well, who's hitting behind Goldie and can they pitch around Goldie if there's nobody back there? Uh, and what is that going to look like? But, you know, I mean, that's going to be up to Mike Schilt. Um, you know, I'm just going to go back to this, whether they change the lineup or not, but if something's working, um, and sometimes you see it with young players, you don't really want to move them around the lineup sometimes, right? Because it just seems like maybe they change the way they're trying to hit. Um, but listen, for, for us as an offense, you know, I just think what we need to do is grind out the at-bats and put the ball in play and force, you know, just force the other team to make a play. Um, you know, who knows what that looks like in the playoffs, you know? There's, you know, for sure what we know is a low seed team is going to knock off a high seed team. It's just going to happen. So why can't it be us? Um, and I would just, you know, when I look at the playoffs and I look at teams, you know, I want the guys to feel like it's just like a regular season game um, because I don't want it to feel different that, that all of a sudden we're trying to press because this is a different atmosphere and it's all or nothing. Um, you want those guys going in there and being able to keep it simple no matter you know where they are. So that's how I would approach it. Rick, final question that I've got for you. Right now, the Cardinals, if the season were to end today, they would be slated to go up against the Padres. Now, they've got a couple of really good pitchers, but they also have a great offense. In terms of the matchup, once you get into the postseason, how much does going up against an offense like that or like what the Braves have on their side, how much would that be a concern for you for the Cardinals going into that series, given obviously the lackluster offense that we've seen here in St. Louis? Well, if you look at it on paper, then um, you're going to say, okay, it's concerning. Um, but if you're a player, you have to approach whether you're – if you're a hitter, right, you're trying to make good, solid contact no matter who's pitching. And if you're a pitcher, you're trying to make pitches no matter who's in the box. And I think for players, you've got to keep it simple like that. Look, our, like I said, our pitching and our defense um, has carried us. And our defense is going to play better than any other defense. So that that's, you know, you got to go up there and grind out those bats no matter how good a pitching you're facing and, you know, try to put the ball in play and make things happen. He's, he's Rick Ankeel, Cardinals broadcaster, former Cardinals outfielder, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Rick, we always appreciate the time, man. We love watching you on Fox Sports Midwest. Keep up the great work there, and we'll talk with you again soon, hopefully about a Cardinals uh, playoff victory next time. I like it. You got it. That's Rick Ankeel joining us here on 101 ESPN.